Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, it's Arkansas Speaks. It's Jared, Bob, Jones is here with us. Um, I'll toss this out here at the top of the show. Bear with us. Uh, Bob's a little skippy. Uh, he he was uh, a tad skippy right before we hit record, but whatever. We'll be fine. I think the, uh, you know, the 40, you know, the, the whatever, anywhere from 35 to 100 people <laughs> that listen to this show on average, um, I think you guys will be okay. Uh, so we got Jones. Jones is back. Um, Hello. How was the, uh, how was the trip up, up this way? It was fine. Um, it was chill. Um, I was glad to see the, uh, the little paternal unit. So that was good. Um, nice. Got stuck in Connecticut for five hours. So that was pretty sweet coming back. Yep. That sounds pretty awesome. Yep. Yep. So your standard run of the mill hell show coming back. Well, then that was fine. That was everybody's Thanksgiving. It was swell. Yeah, it's great. Thanksgiving's awesome. <laughs> now that's giving. That's where it's at. That was that was good. A uh, little bit, little bit low of a turnout this year, but you know we made the best of it. I wish I could have showed up, but uh, we had to hit the road because we need another day to just to relax, and she needs to decorate the house and everything. So we had to. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Because you guys were up, what, Tuesday? We were there Tuesday at 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a long time to be back home. That's what I was like. There's there was no <laughs> I was I would have been more surprised if you if you did come by, if you did make it. I yeah, like, I mean it was one of those it was one of those things where like I wanted to show up, but at the same time, like I know I'm seeing you idiots next week, so it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got two weeks. Two weeks until, uh, well, less than two weeks now. We have 13 days. or Well, 13 days, I guess, from when this podcast comes out. Um, we got your bachelor party in New Orleans. Yes. That, uh, that's going to be a fucking trip. Sure is. <laughs> sprint. Two days. Yeah, an absolute sprint. Uh, when do you get in? Didn't your flight get changed? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm heading in. So um, my buddy Tom got an Airbnb. Uh, so we're I'm flying in Thursday, and we're just gonna get a lay of the land. So we're doing. I'm doing that. I think it's like Thursday afternoon. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, for some reason, oh, was it the Monday flight that got changed? Monday flight got changed from okay. six. To- is clutch so i can actually like get an hour of sleep <laughs> well maybe <laughs> i say that now yeah yeah um dad's so we on the same flight right we get the 6 a.m flight on saturday flying in yeah i don't know something like that i know it was an early it was an early flight on saturday yeah and know. then like one o'clock coming back on monday yeah something like that something which is uh, kind of nice because I haven't gotten any emails. Now I say this, I'll get four emails Thanks. this week of flight flight changes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but leading up to the um, the Hawaii flights, like I would get a, an email change probably like once a week for 
Well, we'll call it every other, on average, every other week for like six or seven weeks leading up to the flights. Just like time changes and crap? Yeah, yeah. They pushed our one flight forward, pushed another flight back, pushed it back, the same flight back again. And then the flight got delayed. Like our, our origin flight out of Boston got pushed earlier twice like we were originally supposed to leave at like 7 30 or something like that and then it got pushed to like 6 45 and then it got pushed to like 5 45 but then on day of it was delayed and we ended up not leaving until like 7 45 anyway so it's like our original time it was still a little bit later than our original time it was just it's they just fucking they fuck with you they change flights all the time yeah, I only got one change flight. That was the 6 a.m. I don't even know why I decided to do the 6 a.m. flight leaving New Orleans. I think it was the only flight, but I'm so I'm so thankful that they pushed it to 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's one of those where like you kind of have to like weigh your options, right? If it's like if it's like 350 bucks more expensive to fly at like noon, it almost kind of like I don't know. Is it worth the 350 bucks? Like what's like, you have to decide like, what's the line like you're willing to draw in the sand to get on a flight out of there at 6 AM. Like I would probably pay, I'd probably pay 200 bucks to not leave at 6 AM. Like if the, if the 1 PM flight was $200 more expensive, I would suck it up and just do the 1 PM. Yeah. And it's shitty spirit airlines. So I'm pretty sure I'm just not going to make it back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Could be left in worse places. True. Although Spirit just got bought by Frontier, or they merged with Frontier? Something I like that? think they bought them out. So I think they're like kind of good now. Or like well, better, at least. They're not like that. complete dog shit. What is that? Two negatives make a positive? I think so. I think that's how that works, right? Oh, they got bought out by JetBlue. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Even better. That's a that's a real airline. So I knew they got bought by something. So yeah, Spirit Spirit should be uh, on the way up. It, unfortunately, it's probably going to get a little more expensive. But, you know. JetBlue, what's the point? Yeah, because it's supposed to be a budget airline. But yeah, JetBlue paid fucking $3.8 billion for Spirit. That seems a little high to me. See, it sounds like a lot of money, but in terms of a national airline, I feel like $3.8 billion isn't a lot. Like, uh, let me, let me uh, try and Google like how much is American Airlines worth? Twitter is worth $44 billion. Yeah, that's true. Um, what's the value of American Airlines? Let's see. Uh, don't make me fucking subscribe. Just give me the answer. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm struggling with this. Oh, it's like mile value. I don't give a fuck about it. I want to know how much the company is worth. <laughs> that's stupid can you calculate it off of a stock price 
I mean, their total assets are sixty-two billion. You said American Airlines, right? Yeah. Their total assets is sixty-two billion. Yeah. So there you go. So three point eight billion dollars. Yeah. So it's kind of probably, like I said, it's certainly a lot of money. Um, but as far as a national airline goes, it, I feel like it's not that much money. Oh wow, we get uh, we get some football games here coming down yes. the wire. American Airlines brand value six point two billion. Okay, you know what? Too, I don't know what the fuck I'm on. Statista, Statista. I don't know where where the emphasis is supposed to go on this. <laughs> Leading airlines ranked by brand value, and it's measured in millions of dollars. But the, all of these are worth billions of dollars. Yeah. So the scale is seventy three hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So stupid. I hate statistics. Yeah, that is really stupid. Oh, we can't have a chart that only goes to 7.3. We have to have it 730. Oh, it sounds better. Generally, generally, we value everything in millions, but these are worth billions. Yeah, yeah, just make it uh, 7,000 millions. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I don't know who sucks more right now, the Chargers or the Cardinals, because... The Cardinals lost, but the Chargers couldn't fucking cover against the shitty Cardinals. Hey, you're going to lose the Cardinals, so I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't hate them too much. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, seeing how they've played recently, I don't know. Although their defense does seem to be turning a corner a little bit, the Cardinals. Uh, the Patriots are very fucking hot and cold. No, they're they're hot against bad teams, but they're just dog shit against mediocre to good teams. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> well, I think it's true. What we were saying in our group text is that the the Patriots' defense is good, um, but they lack the the talent to go toe to toe with top talent on the opposing offense. Right. So when you play a team like uh, like a Tennessee. Right. Like you can bottle up Derrick Henry because stopping the run, I think stopping the run is probably easier than stopping the pass. Right. I feel like that's a, that's a okay statement to make. Um, they don't have anybody in the set in there on, you know, as an offensive weapon outside of Derrick Henry. So like, you know, the, the Patriots defense might play very well against the Tennessee Titans, but then again, you put them up against the Minnesota Vikings and Justin Jefferson, who is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, it's I said this, I think I said this to you guys, it's Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and then like everybody else. Um, I mean, certainly Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill are in the conversation, but like as far as just physical ability and size and everything, it's Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and then everyone else. Um, you can't you can't do anything about about that. Like the 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 defense, the Patriots defense just doesn't have they don't have the talent to match up with that talent, right? But they can stop 
who I'm trying to think of some of the teams we played earlier this year that we actually played Cleveland well runs the ball. Yep. Again, it's easy to stop the run. And Amari Cooper, although he's good, um, he's not a top tier wide receiver. Like he can be, he can be stopped, right? Like he's, you can kind of cover him. Um, and it also helps that it's Jacoby Brissett throwing the ball and not, not Deshaun Watson. But um, I have no idea. I have no fucking clue who else we've played. The Dolphins. Um, and you got, I mean, you kind of got yeah. scorched by them. Yeah. Um, and who, who, who's the, who's the offensive weapons on the Dolphins? Tyreek Hill, Hall. right? You, you have no one to match up with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Like those guys are good. I thought they held them to like 16, 17 points. Uh, it was 20 to seven. Yeah. So they held them to 13 points because Mac threw a pick six. Hmm. It was also the first game of the year. So yeah, week one is always gross. The first like three, three weeks. I mean, of the if season. you want the example, just wait till Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Just carves them up. Right. Okay. Now I'm looking at it like the Lions. Yeah, you fucking you can stop the Lions, right? Like I know they had at that time they were the number one offense in the NFL, but again, like everyone was that game. Who who is there to stop? Right? I don't even I don't even think they had him on Ross St. St. Brown. So I was oh. like, all right, cool, you can fucking stop them. The Jets, they're the fucking Jets. They're gross. The Colts, the Colts. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor kind of fucking carved you up a little bit, but. Michael Pittman didn't do anything. Michael Pittman's good, but he's not a top elite talent in the NFL. So it's like, it's one of those things when you, when this team runs into that, they can't handle it. So it'll be interesting uh, next week or this week, actually, when they play the bills and they have Stefan Diggs, who is a legit top five wide receiver. I'd probably put him at number five. Um, It'd probably go Jefferson Adams and then, Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase are interchangeable at three and four. And then Stefan Diggs is probably five. Um, he's going to torch you, right? And then the following week, the Cardinals, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Although the only thing I will say there is I feel like the Patriots did a decent job guarding Hopkins when he was on the Texans. When it, we remember the years, like we basically played the Texans every single fucking year. He never killed you. Yeah. Now, he was the- we always had a top corner to met, right? Like during those years, we either had a Revis, a Gilmore, um, a Malcolm Butler. You know what I mean? Like we always had like a very good corner. Jack Jones, I mean, he's a fucking rookie. Right? Was he? It was he undrafted, or was he drafted in like the sixth round or something like that? He's a fourth rounder. Fourth rounder, but like, he's a he's a he's a character fourth rounder. Yeah, and it's like okay, Jonathan Jones, cool man. He's been on the team forever. He's a slot corner. He's a he's a very very good slot corner, but he's just that. And Jalen Mills, he's fine, but like we don't have that guy. And yeah, go ahead. Statistically, Jack Jones is one of the best cover cor- coverage corners in the NFL. But again, who's he gone against? Play track. Yeah. Like he's, I don't know. 
So we'll get fuck I we'll get fucking shellacked by the Bills on Thursday. So there's no hope that we're making the playoffs, right? We agree on that. Um so me and Scratch did this a couple weeks ago, and I forget what it was. There was a three-game stretch that we talked about. Oh, it was coming out of the bye. And I, I think we both agreed that we would go one and two coming out of the bye, and we're sitting one and one right now. We beat the Jets. We lost to the Vikings. We're going to lose to the Bills. So that would put us at six and six. Yeah, and you effectively have to win out. And then after that, you're in Arizona. You're in Vegas, you're home against Cincinnati, you're home against Miami, and then you're in Buffalo. So I'll tell you right now, you're losing losing both of those games to Buffalo. So you're at seven losses right now. Well, Buffalo's week 18, they might not play players. So that's a kicker. Fair. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to see how things play out, right? We won't if, know. So the Buffalo, the, like, so there is hope for Buffalo. If they're the number one seed or well, they're if, in contention for the number one seed. The, if they're locked into position, because now it's easier to be locked into position now because if you're not eligible for the one, then all home games are basically the same, right? Right. So you so they could theoretically be locked into like and i know it's tough with the division because the dolphins and the jets are still up there um but if they're locked into the division but they can't get the one then it doesn't matter if they're two three or four right but what so what i'm saying is if buffalo is in contention for the one seed they're playing everyone week 18 i don't think they're going to be in contention for the one though I mean, they're one game off. I mean, the Kansas City is going to win today, and that will put them at the one seed at eight and three. Buffalo is also eight and three right now. The Dolphins are eight and three right. So you would have three teams at the top of the AFC as it stands right this moment that are eight and three. So Buffalo has a very real chance of being the number one seed. So the uh, Chiefs have. They just beat the Rams. They have the Bengal at Bengals at Broncos at Houston, home against the Seahawks, home against the Broncos, and at Vegas. The only I game see- I could see them losing is Cincinnati. Right. So they um, the division games get goofy, but they should probably come out of there with one loss. Yeah. Even if they lose two, right? If they lose two games at most, that puts them at what, 13 and four? I think 12 and five. No, because the Chiefs would win right now. If they win tonight, they would be nine and two. They have two losses right now. They're eight and two. They only have two. I thought you said they were eight and three. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I I fucked up there. Um, Yeah, so if they lose two, then yeah, two plus two is four. But I mean, look at Buffalo's schedule. It's the same fucking thing. It's two games against the Patriots. It's home against the Jets, home against the Dolphins, at Chicago, and at Cincinnati. It's basically the same schedule. Bills might have it tougher. I think I think 
Because the Jets are they've already lost to the Jets and Miami. Yeah, but they're not going to get swept by those teams. They're not, the, the fucking Jets. They're not going to lose to the fucking Jets twice. I don't even remember that game, you, but I feel like it was goofy. Would you say it's literally impossible? Uh, quite literally, yeah. <laughs> but they're also home. Like, they're playing home against Miami in the middle of December. Like, I, I don't know. I just... I think they're going to be in it. I think Buffalo is going to be in contention for the one seed, and they're going to play everyone in week 18. And part of that, too, Sean McDermott's kind of a cocksucker. Um, and I wouldn't put it past him to just play people in the play everyone in the first half against New England in week 18 just to fucking say fuck you to Bill. Because he's like, he, I, he's, I hope he does. I hope he does that. And that all ends up with like a high ankle sprain. <laughs> he will have really showed us and it won't be a star player like it won't be Diggs, it won't be allen right but it would be someone that, and then it's like you know they're already a little soft against the run and then they just lose their starting d tackle right right yeah I, w- I would be tickled shitless if he did that that would be phenomenal yeah i, w- I could see that happening also you know i also think we had two games decided by teams going for two and winning by one today. Yeah. Uh, the chargers and the Jaguars. Yeah. Don't see that too often. No, but those are the two coaches that do that shit all the time. Brendan Staley and Doug Peterson are known for going for two, like all well, especially the Jacksonville. Time. What do they have to lose? Well, yeah. I mean, they're three, they're a three and seven football team. Of course you just go for two. Wow, the fucking 49ers won 13 to nothing against New Orleans. How about that Saints offense? Yeah, that's fucking disgusting, dude. The Saints had the I feel like they had the ball in the red zone at least two or three times. Like, how do you not just kick a field goal? Oh, no. just kicking for losers. Yeah, I guess. You know what else is for losers? Not scoring any points. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nine doesn't beat 13. I don't know, whatever. It, it, it's hard when, when you're with these like fucking trash teams because you're, you're not going to like, like you're not going to knock off the 49ers by kicking field goals. Yeah, I mean. If you're the Saints. If you get it to 13 to six, the Niners are going to play a little bit differently than they would on 13 and nothing. Like maybe they throw it a couple more, maybe they throw it on a down that they would normally run it. And then Jimmy Garoppolo throws a pick, right? Cause he's a fucking loser uh, to quote uh, yeah, Nick then, friend of the show. Then, he's uh, Jimmy garbage, Jimmy garbage. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then someone, some first round pick on the D line is just going to go around the edge and probably strip sack t- Timmy Dalton. Like, Yeah. I don't know why. If I was the Saints fan, I would be furious that they refused to play Jameis Winston. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with Dennis Allen. Like, who? I don't know who this guy is. He's racist. We should start that. Start that fucking Twitter rumor. Dennis Allen is a racist. Get him fired. Bring hire a black head coach as a replacement, and then uh, put Jameis in. That's what we need. 
Has he been like fine for like weeks and they just don't play him? Apparently he's been healthy for like two weeks now. But yeah. then whenever they ask Dennis Allen, he's like, well, you know, he's not a hundred percent. So yeah, James no. said, he, he was like, usually you don't lose your job from injury. Yeah. Like he said that this week. Yeah. Yeah. Sure that. yeah it's just a weird situation, right? Cause they paid him. Yeah. They, they, they gave him another one year deal though. Right. Was it just one or two years? I don't even know. They might have only given him another one year deal, but like they still paid him. Like, this is your guy. Like you brought in Dalton to be the backup and Dalton fucking sucks. He's terrible. I don't, I don't, I don't see the appeal of Andy Dalton. No. So James's contract is one for, we'll call it 15, 15 and a half. Yeah. Well, when your head coach is racist, um, you know, that's, that's what happens. <laughs> All right. How can I watch this overtime? Cause I don't oh, yeah. watch it. On what do we, Red yeah. Red. What do we have to do here? Do we have to go to fucking, uh, I don't, go know, to Red. Watch it. I don't know what, uh, what channel it would be on either. Who knows? Um, all right, let's see what else, uh, what else we got here? Oh, I wanted to, uh, I want to talk about that cooking show. Cause we, we, we touched on it a little bit and, uh, obviously Spencer was with us and we got sidetracked and brought in different directions. Um, we didn't really get to jump into it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do you think it's possible? Do you think I'm it's in. Worth? What is it? A co- is it? Is it still a podcast? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. How would we run it? How would we do it? I don't know. Are we, I mean, are we talk? What are we doing? How are we doing it? I don't know. Also, it's it's in the middle of Spencer's torpedo. I know, like you tried to throw it in quick, but the torpedo didn't stop. Yeah. So I, actually, <laughs> I, have, I, I have no frame of reference for any of this. I mean, I feel like we can we would just cook stuff during the podcast. And then like, we would probably have like Amy or Michaela say how we fucked up while we're making stuff. I mean, I think that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I don't fuck up. I only, I only cook. I only cook fucking bangers. <laughs> I never miss. Everything, everything, I cook, everything I cook is a fucking winner. Is that what you're kind of thinking though, uh, Jared? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I had no idea. Like, when we were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, I feel like that would be a pretty good idea. Then I was like, I don't know, like, the logistics of it, like, how it would work. Because you'd obviously have to, like, set up a camera, and I don't know, it's one of those things, like, if you have to, like, edit it and shit, like, it takes so much fucking time to edit videos. Like, I used to edit the podcast at the very beginning, like, when we first started doing it. Um, and it was so fucking time-consuming. Um so I don't know. But everything's such a great product that you guys put out. <laughs> yeah, well, no, like at the very beginning, like I would edit because obviously like we didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. Not that we know what we're doing now, but we knew even less we were doing before. So we would like sit there and be like, ah, I don't know. What should we talk about next? Like I would just cut that shit out. And like if there was like long pauses while we're trying to like find something else to talk about, like I would edit and like go in between. 
but like now we typically don't really have too much of that. Um, so it's like, obviously we've gotten a little bit better at this. And also like, like I said, editing that was a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, it could be just like a, like a quarterly thing. Cause I mean, I'm usually up there quite a few times during the year. So it could be like a special episode, kind of like the wing thing. Oh yeah. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> I found um I I showed Dats this the other night when he was there. I found the um, hot ones teamed up with Pringles to make like a their uh, like verde salsa caliente, whatever the fuck it's called. Um their hot sauce is on the Pringles. It's pretty good. They're um uh, they pack a pretty hefty punch. It doesn't really. Yeah, I mean they're not like hot as balls, like like lose your shit hot. Um, but they've they've got some legitimate spice to them. They're pretty good. That sounds good because salsa verde, like that's usually not that hot. Yeah, it's the um it's the hot ones brand salsa. It's called like Los Caliente. And it's like the verde one. I mean, if you want to, you can make anything hot. Like, even if it's even if it's a verde, you can put jalapenos, whatever you want in there. Right, right. Yeah, I saw the other day I was in Market Basket and I saw they had a sign that had uh, Scotch Bonnet peppers, but when I looked like under the sign, they were they weren't actually Scotch Bonnets. They were like um, Thai chilies or whatever, and I, think- I was like. Thai chilies still get hot. They're not Scotch bonnets, but no, yeah. I think also Scotch bonnets are orange, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the they're small. Yeah, they're tiny. They almost look like little pumpkins. Yep. Yeah, they're like um they're like uh almost like cherry tomatoes are to tomatoes, what a scotch bonnet is to like a regular pepper. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a little bigger than like a cherry tomato, but um the only times I've ever seen Scotch bonnets, I don't think I've ever seen Ghost in person, but I think I've seen a Scotch bonnet. They they wrap them. They're um like vac uh, not vac sealed, but like you know what I'm talking about, like when they produce. Yeah, it's like, it's on like a styrofoam plate, the train, the and train plastic wrap. I yeah, think, I yeah. Think a name to that, but um, that's the only time I've ever seen Scotch bonnets there. Yeah, also. Do they have to be orange? I don't know. I My say... dad used to use them a lot in like his gumbo and like jambalaya and stuff, and they were always usually like a almost yellow to orange. That sounds okay. fucking oh. delicious. Putting those in uh, jambalaya, it didn't suck. Yeah, but have you tried the gumbo? Oh, dude, we gotta go. We gotta have the gumbo when we're in New Orleans. <laughs> I think you can get some different colors for Scotch bonnets. But like I think pr- primarily they're like that orange. But I think you can get some reds. I assume green is not ripe. Yeah, it's kind of like a bell pepper. Yeah, like a a red bell pepper is a green bell pepper that is overripe or something like that. I I know that's not a fa- I know this isn't a fact based podcast, but is that true? Yeah, I found that out not that long ago. Like, I I mean, like within the last six months, I discovered that like a red bell pepper is like a overripe 
green bell pepper. Because sometimes you'll see the green bell peppers and they have like, like half of it is like turning red. Because Market Basket Produce fucking blows. Um, it's the only thing I have bad to say about Market Basket. Um, sometimes they have shitty produce. Well, not sometimes. More often than not, they have shitty produce. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I found that out not that long ago. Have you? Are you looking at that? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to see if I can fact check this on the fly, but. Uh, Jones, no. have you ever heard that? Am I retired? Well, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm I retired. Heard it, but I'll believe it. Less. Uh, okay, so green or less mature on and unripe forms. But how does yellow and orange fit into this now? That I think that's my confusion. Is yeah. So yellow and orange might be different. Yeah. But red and green, red and green are the same, basically. So maybe there's there's a different. The yellow is different. Like they're the same as like, so the, the yellow and orange are the same as the green and reds, but just different All traits. Right, so let Let's do this in a much easier way to understand. We'll use Pokemon <laughs> forms. So <laughs> the green is the Bulbasaur. Is ghastly. Yeah. <laughs> And the red pepper is Haunter. Did I miss one in between there, Jones? Nope. Okay. So then orange and uh, yellow. Now, again, I, I find them very similar, so it would be harder to go to. But uh, they would be like Gengar. And does Gengar have an evolution? No, uh, Gengar is the evolution of Haunter. So, I mean, that... Oh, if, Gengar if is the third? So, so if we're using, if we're using this analogy... The yellow would be Abra. So I don't want to, you know, tell you guys that you're wrong, um, but you're wrong because I just found out the truth of this. And if we're going to use Pokemon, then the green pepper would in fact be an Eevee uh, because the green pepper is the original form of all of the colored peppers. And then depending on what they are, it changes to that color when it gets ripe. So I just uh, found this. That makes way more sense. So um, they're, they're, I found this thing. It's like they're not necessarily all the exact same fruit or cultivated variety. That is, while all red bell peppers are green first, only some green peppers will turn red when they ripen, while others will turn orange, purple, yellow, black, white, or brown. Whatever the fuck. Dude, so, pepper is a fruit, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because it has seeds. Yep. So every pepper starts as a green pepper, a bell pepper at least. Um, so there's your Eevee. And then depending on how you want to evolve what, it. What is it, a moonstone? Yeah, the moonstone was for no, one of that, them. Is that what it is? No. no. How do you, you, how you, do you evolve it? It's most on Eevee. Use it. So to evolve the Eevee, you either, Jesus Christ, um, you, <laughs> so you do Eevee like evolves Flareon with a Firestone, Vaporeon oh, yeah. with the Water, all that crap. Yeah. 
But then, then they threw in like the Umbreon and the fucking Upsilon, Epsilon fucking weird shit in there too. Um, so yeah, there you go. So every bell pepper starts as a green pepper and then it ripens into the color that it's supposed to be. There's a purple pepper. Yeah. Apparently there's, um, a black one too, which I've never seen and a brown and a white. If I ever saw like a brown bell pepper, I'd be like, "Mm, yeah, I'm not really into that one. They said some can even have stripes. That's just fucked up. Yeah, I feel like that's some like pepper. weird GMO shit. Oh, so the white pepper is it's like an off yellow. Okay. It's like a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not quite yellow. It was like, ah, I don't really feel like going all the way. I'm just gonna get high and sit on the couch instead. <laughs> yeah so there you go i've never seen a purple pepper either a purple bell pepper no i've never seen that it's usually just as not a zucchini an eggplant eggplant which did you know that eggplants start out as white that i think i did know I just uh, talk about shit that like I'm, I just found out. I just found that out like last week. Because like someone... the Japanese eggplants, they're like a lighter purple with like a lot of white in it. Yeah. So the whole reason why it's called an eggplant is when it's on the vine, like when it's first being grown, it's like this little white ball that looks like an egg. It looks like an egg growing out of a vine. Because when you have like the fully formed eggplant, you're like, why the fuck did they call this an eggplant? Like it's giant and purple and eggs are little and white and then you see like the bud when it's first growing and you're like all right i get it now so the more you know <laughs> so what i'm getting this is a also a fruit would you say does that mean eggplants also a fruit uh yeah i mean i know back in again you know i'm not fact checking this but back in the day it was fruits have seeds and vegetables don't. Yeah. That can't be right. Well, that would mean cucumbers Zucchini. are fruit. Squash, cucumbers, eggplant. Those squashes. are all fruit. Tomatoes all are fruit. Seeds. Yeah, but why is a tomato a fruit? And people used to be like, oh, it has seeds. Yeah. Well, all the shit I just named also has seeds. So if we take that stuff away. Yeah. It only leaves the produce mirror because everything else has seeds in it, except fucking potatoes. But those yeah. are neat. I don't. I wouldn't consider those a fruit or a vegetable. Uh, they are. What are they called? Like uh, in food in food world. Yeah, they're not legumes. I, I, they're I something else. Like starch. It's. Uh, I think it's for some reason. I think it starts with an R. I can't think of the word. Like what? Yeah, I mean, they're not a vegetable. No. Oh, they have a weird name. I I think now now I I can't think of what the fuck category it is. But potatoes. Yeah. Um. Some of the other stuff in the ground. Yeah. Tuber. 
Two, that's what it is. A tuber. It's a tuber. That's what they are. A root, a root vegetable. Yes. Yep. So like onions, potatoes, carrots. Um, those are all tubers. So, so did we just uncover a conspiracy that like vegetables don't exist? I think so, because what I'm seeing from Healthline, and I don't know if I agree with this, is there the main difference between fruits and vegetables is fruits contain seeds while vegetables can, can consist of roots, stems, and leaves. Uh, tomatoes have stems and leaves in their fruit. Yeah, so. but they like grow on a vine and shit. Like I wouldn't count like the vine. No one eats the vine of the tomato unless you're fucking retarded. I mean that. <laughs> which i mean you know i'm gonna see what i'm gonna see what dictionary.com has to say about this because i mean um uh, if that's the case like vegetables are literally like you said like the mirror like the, everything that's like under like the mist the misty yeah. shit it's like, which is all leaves and carrots yeah broccoli cauliflower brussels sprouts asparagus yeah, all that stuff. Parsley. That means parsley is a vegetable, which I think is hilarious well, because herb. it's that's an herb. Oh yeah, okay, that's fair. So, what would a pumpkin be? A fruit. It's a gourd. Yeah. All right. Maybe, is it a gourd now? Oh, we. There's so many different level levels to this shit. Are gourds fruit? Because then, isn't I mean, a squash a gourd too? What makes a gourd a gourd? I have no idea. What's the definition of a gourd? This is officially how you uh, how you go down rabbit holes. <laughs> if anyone's ever wondering, like, oh, dude, how do you know this? It's because this shit like this happens. This shit where it's like, to a botanist, the word fruit specifically refers to the edible part of a seed plant that develops from a flower into a ripened ovary that contains one or more seeds. Fertilized seeds capable of generating a new plant. Fruits come from many different types of plants. Apples grow on trees, grapes grow on vines, blueberries grow on shrubs. The botanical definition of a fruit has nothing to do with whether or not it tastes sweet. Okay, fine. So taste out. Good. I like that. But I didn't really catch much from the beginning. So I also found out that gourds are fruit. A gourd is a type of fruit. It's got seeds, dude. Yeah. It's a... of the herbaceous tendril bearing vines, including the cucumber, melon, squash, and pumpkin. Those are all gourds. So a cucumber is a gourd. That's why. Vegetable simply means any part of a plant that is grown primarily for food. That is the worst definition. That's the dumbest fucking definition I've ever heard. That is the least useful statement I think I've ever read. Yeah. Any part of a plant that is grown primarily for food. Well, what the fuck is a tomato? Right. Yeah. Now, I understand. Like, if you don't want to put it, like, if eggplant, if you, if you want to say, like, it's grown so I can sit on it, and it's not <laughs> primarily for food, it's like, okay, I gotcha. Or a cucumber. Oh, no. So does that mean is a watermelon a gourd also because it grows on a vine and it's a I think fruit? It's a lot, it's. Yeah. I the feel fruit. like this is like, what is a sandwich as opposed to an open. 
Oh, no. this shit again. Fruits are actually a type of vegetable. Oh, Christ. Fuck off. So is vegetable just like an overarching like umbrella? Like everything's just a vegetable? Anything that's not meat is a vegetable? I think think a vegetable is just plant food. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because then you have things that are just like legitimate seeds, like actual seeds, right? Like nuts, like a walnut is just a seed. Like there's no fruit. It's just the seed, right? Like peanuts. Yeah, but the, So a walnut, what are those growing trees? Yeah. Technically a walnut might be a fruit. I would say that's probably a fruit. Oh, yeah, but there's no, no, there's no the fleshy body with it. Like don't, old, I would, it don't stop. That doesn't count. That doesn't matter. So this is like the tomato fruit or vegetable. Technically the tomato is a fruit, the seed filled ovary of the plant, right. but it's typically treated as a vegetable. And I think that's just because people think of it as savory versus sweet, which it is not. So the seed filled ovary of the plant. We're not smart enough to make these categorizations ourselves. We also have a bunch of conflicting definitions. It's like no one communicated when they made these. (laughs) Like there's a lot of holes here. Oh, a cucumber is technically a gourd. Yeah, we stopped. Yeah. As are melons. I've never seen a melon grow on something. Apparently it grows on a vine, but I've never seen a melon grow on a vine. I've seen it grow on a vine. They're kind of like pumpkins. They they have like watermelon patches crap down uh, down south. So like A a coconut's a fruit. Because technically it's a droop. Where are the seeds in the coconut? Outer skin, fleshy middle, hard woody shell over a single seed. So it must be like an avocado, right? So, I mean, avocado is a fruit. I knew that. But what I'm guessing, I'm guessing that the seed is in the middle, the core of it. Then you have like the meat and the, the shell. Yeah, I don't know. Because I cracked open a coconut when we were in Hawaii. And it's literally just like the pulp and the water. Which, hey, big surprise here. The uh, the water that comes out of a coconut tastes just like uh, coconut water that you buy in a store. That's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's super fucking weird. Except All they're right, so- really fucking sticky. So dictionary, I'm still on dictionary.com. So <laughs> they have a they have a table. Tomato, fruit, cucumber, fruit, coconut, pumpkin, squash, zucchini, eggplant. Those are all fruits. Uh, okay. Potato is a vegetable, but it's treated as a starch. Potato, vegetable, carrot, vegetable, uh, olive, peppers, watermelon, corn, rice, lemon, pineapple, all fruits. Rice is a fruit. Yeah, how is rice a fruit? Oh God, I'm, it says C note above about grains. I think I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so grains are fruit. 
Well, rice is a fruit. Because <laughs> rice, I think an actual kernel of rice is a seed. Nuts, berries, pods, such as peas, are also technically fruits. So there are a lot more fruits than what people are letting go. There's like fucking five vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and asparagus, and that's it. And like lettuce, but fuck, lettuce is stupid. You're just going to eat leaves. What are you, a turtle? <laughs> yeah, don't mind me while I just chew on some fucking leaves. Loser. Oh, then you have to have spinach. Spinach is definitely a vegetable then too. Yeah, spinach is a vegetable. Well, it's the it's it's the part of the plant that's grown specifically for eating. So yeah, <laughs> spinach is a vegetable. <laughs> Wait, a spinach leaf isn't the reproductive organ of the fucking plant. <laughs> so is that what it is? Is a fruit is the reproductive organ of the plant? Yes. Okay. Peanuts are also not nuts. They're legumes, meaning they're technically a vegetable. <laughs> Dude, my whole world is just fucking turned upside down. <laughs> so legumes are vegetables. So peanuts are vegetables. What about nuts. almonds and fucking? Well, almonds are nuts. But nuts peanuts. Are sim... Nuts are simple fruits. <laughs> so almonds are nuts, but peanuts aren't nuts. They're vegetables. But all nuts are fruits. <laughs> nuts are simple fruits. They have an edible inside that's enclosed by a hard shell, like a chestnut or a walnut. Some other things that we call nuts, like walnuts and almonds, aren't nuts from a botanical perspective, but are instead the kinds of fruits classified as droops, like coconuts. Since the shells are covered flesh the outside, oh my god. So an almond is a coconut. <laughs> I love there's a classification just called a droop. Yeah. <laughs> I also haven't done way enough mushrooms to deal with this conversation. Right <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's enough mushrooms in the world to fucking facilitate this discussion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So who knew peanuts aren't nuts? So does that mean... Well, I actually, I knew peanuts were legumes, but I didn't really care enough to determine what a legume truly is so does that mean anyone with a peanut allergy might also be sensitive to beans i don't know i've never heard of anyone who's allergic to fucking lentils yeah i mean there's also not like a big thing like not a lot of people fucking cook I lentils. Brutal, i got a brutal navy bean allergy <laughs> yeah yeah oh man garbanzo beans uh, i can't fucking touch them which about, are actually about, chickpeas about, yeah chickpeas and garbanzo beans are the same thing yeah yeah. Um, it's like, oh, what, what, what about uh, what about cannellini beans? Not cannellini beans are fine. <laughs> so you put, a, put a pinto bean in front of me, and we're we're gonna have to call it call an ambulance. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, a lot of times people are have similar things. Like for me, like I'm allergic to soy, and I'm also sensitive to avocados because avocados. What's a soybean? Ooh. Is a soybean a legume? That would make it a vegetable. No. Yeah, see, so I'm allergic to all vegetables. No, legumes are vegetables. Legumes are vegetables. Nuts are fruits. Yeah. So I'm not allergic to any fruits. 
<laughs> I'm allergic to vegetables. That's it. No more vegetables for me. I'm getting <clears throat> off them. A soybean is a legume. Vegetable. Hmm. That's weird. Wait, so you can't have soy sauce then, Eric? No. I mean, I can. I just feel like oh. dog shit afterwards. Interesting. Yeah. My stomach gets all fucked up and I get a headache. Like, it's not like an anaphylactic thing. Although I say, I don't know what the definition of anaphylaxis is, but I'm assuming it's uh, when your throat closes. Like, my throat doesn't close or get scratchy or anything. I just like feel like absolute shit. Like it's like just a, like a massive, like inflammation response. Like I said, like I get a stomach ache and a headache and all kinds of dumb shit like that. So that's fun. Like it's more of, um, I would say it's probably more like GI distress than like a traditional, like, oh my God, I can't breathe allergy. Imagine dying after eating soy sauce. Yeah. Or imagine dying after eating a peanut. Like, I know it's really common and like, it's, it's awful. Right. But like, I don't know, dude, it's kind of survival of the fittest at that point. Like you're going to get taken out by a fucking peanut. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe be a little tougher. Too many of those vegetables might kill you. Yeah. Yeah. See, vegetables are bad for you. There actually is the running theory. Have you had deaths? Have you ever heard about that? That vegetables are actually really bad for you because, um, so there's, uh, who's the guy, who's the dickhead carnivore guy, Paul Saladino. Yeah. So he one time came out and said that plants obviously don't want to get eaten, right? Like they want to live They're living things, right? Um, So as a result, what plants do is they release um, certain phytochemicals that like change their um, chemical profile. So like they taste different, right? If you eat them. And then also like some of them give off these like phytotoxins, right? So like a dickhead like Paul Saladino, who's the carnivore guy, who's like, oh, you should only eat meat. Um, says that plants, eating plants and vegetables is actually really bad for you because the plants give off phytotoxins that will kill you. And it's like, all right, pal. You talk about like taking one fact and then like stretching it to fit your argument. It's like, yes, plants do release phytotoxins to have, to make sure like animals will stop eating them. That is a fact like that, that for sure happens. Um, But that also doesn't mean that like, they're going to kill you. Sugar cane's a fruit. I'm sorry for sugar cane's a vegetable. Really? Yeah. It's a stem. Yeah. See, so uh, sugar uh, vegetables are bad for you. Eat too many vegetables, you get diabetes. Mustard. Mustard's a vegetable. But it has seeds. Like, isn't mustard just seeds? Like, does mustard is mustard a plant? Yeah. Yeah. So the seeds aren't fruit? No, because I guess technically 
I don't know. I think it has to do with that like reproductive thing. Hmm. No, because mustard leaf. I, I think what this is saying, like leafy vegetable, it's under the leafy vegetables category. Mustard. Oh, so like, like mustard greens, like the like collard greens, like you can eat mustard greens. Yeah. Huh. Look at that. <laughs> Learning all kinds of fucking shit today. I don't know. I feel like I haven't learned anything. <laughs> oh, mushrooms are neither fruit nor vegetable. They are a fungus. Yeah, they're a fungus. That's why I wouldn't eat them until I was like fucking 25. I was like, that's stupid. Why would I eat fungus? They're actually not bad. Our portobello mushrooms aren't bad. I don't think I've ever eaten. I've probably eaten cremini, cremini, however you say it. It's cremini. I don't think I've cremini. Ever actually eaten those though. I think I've had those. Um, I never had the fun mushrooms, which obviously, mushrooms. yeah. <laughs> obviously, that's on the list. Uh, <laughs> but. I don't know. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else? Uh, what else we got here? What else going on? Oh, um, hmm. Which one of these do I want to run with? Uh, let's, this one might be more fun. Um, so there is a show on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse. And I think it is uh phenomenal actually it's uh it's a show by this guy called graham hancock who was a journalist um for years and he was like studying some random thing as like a journalist and then all of a sudden kind of got like fascinated by the history of egypt or something like that and then started like going down different rabbit holes kind of like we just did about vegetables um and then he decided to dedicate his work to, to figuring out how old um, the world, like the population of humans and everything actually is. And he started working with different people and discovering that the world is like, but when I say the world, I mean like the human world um, is a lot older than conventional science um, what likes to tell us. And obviously the conventional scientist people are like, no, fuck you. You're a moron. That's not true. None of this is provable, whatever, yada, 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 all that bullshit. Um, but over time he's been proven right, like over and over again. Um, and it's fascinating. This, this, it's a eight part series on Netflix, I think each episode is only like 30 to 35 minutes too. So it's not like, a, you know, it's not like a, a massive ask, right? For like eight and a half hours of watching this shit. Uh, this probably comes out to like four and change. Um, but what it what he does in this, in this show is it breaks up um, into eight different sites all around the world. And it is fascinating because so he goes to places like uh gobegli tepe in turkey um 
there's a what the fuck is it called uh snake hill something in ohio um he goes to mexico to look at like the mayans and the aztec shit there's some shit in um like the southeast asian area and so they he finds like all of these things right and and all across the world there are everyone has like the same fucking story so everyone like has some sort of story where at one point in time there was a flood and it completely destroyed the world and they had to like overcome it and like fix some shit right and like even in the christian bible it's noah and the flood there's the epic of gilgamesh that goes way the fuck back to like i think the sumerians like there was a flood and like all that shit like like all across time, like so Graham Hancock started to realize like, this is super weird. Like how does people in Mexico and people in Turkey and people in Southeast Asia all have like a similar story where like there was a massive flood and then like some person came after the flood and like taught them how to like redo shit. So he like works with all these different people and he comes to find out that like human civilization is way fucking older than what we thought. And the conventional science on it is that humans as they are now have really only existed, I think for like maybe a little bit more than like 6,000 years. Like they go back to like 4,000 BC. Um, But he found like Gobegli Tepe, not he didn't find it, but the people that found Gobegli Tepe in Turkey realized that like it's at least from like 12,000 years ago. And it's like this like crazy structure that has like stone carvings and lines up with fucking um, astrology, like the different, um, what are they called? Constellations in the sky match certain times and shit. And like they can pinpoint when the when one of the pillars was carved because they like matched like the way everything is on the pillar to what the sky looked at a certain time and it's like they can carbon date shit now which is cool science and all this shit and it's like they've they found these civilizations and shit that goes back like 12,000 years ago so he has this theory that something happened roughly 11,500 years ago and it's he it's called like the younger dryas impact model where like basically for i think it's like 500 years um earth just got fucked up by comets and there was like uh an advanced civilization like all over the world and when earth like shifted there was twice a year it was uh once in June and once in November, when Earth shifted into like the orbit of these comets, they just got blasted. So like every six months, basically, they were getting blasted by comets for like 500 years. And it uh, it obviously like melted all the ice, the polar ice caps, which caused a massive flood everywhere. And then because of that, it's like the way they described it was like nuclear bombs going off. So after all the water melts and there's massive floods all over the earth, the sea level rises and then there's clouds everywhere and the global temperature drops. So there's like this, that's why this series is called Ancient Apocalypse. Like they're talking about this like apocalyptic event that 
all of these different cultures all around the world all talk about. Like everyone has a story about a great flood. And he's like, this could be it. Like it could be this younger Dryas impact theory, like this timeline where, like I said, the earth just kept getting pelted by comets and fucked everything up. And like, cause they, they also go into like the sea level change and there's most, most likely complete cities and civilizations that are now underwater because 12,000 years ago, the sea level was like 450 feet lower, I think it was, or something like that. And then the other thing they talk about is Atlantis, right? Everyone's like, oh, Atlantis, like it was this great city and it fell into the water. And it's like, all right, well, over thousands of years, like obviously the story gets changed. So what he thinks most likely happened was there was this great city of advanced people in this one area. And when the, the ice caps melted and everything, you know, the, everything ended uh, and the water level rose, it flooded the city. And now the city's just underwater somewhere. And it's, fu- it's fucking wild. It was, re- it was really, really cool. That sounds, <clears throat> that sounds a lot like ancient aliens. And um, so I'm reading this thing about the, that actually, Kind of tracks with the uh, the last ice age, which was about yeah, we'll call it was it. like twelve thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that tracks. Yeah, so that's that's what the whole theory is: is that the Younger Dryas impact ended the ice age, right? Like Earth getting hit by comets melted the ice caps, and then it you know when all the the nuclear fucking dust was in the sky. It plummeted the uh, the temperature on Earth for a little while. So like you get these massive floods and then everything gets really fucking cold. And then the Earth comes to be what it is now. Yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense from a scientific standpoint. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking crazy because like when you go through the series, he talks about how like, regular scientists like poo poo that theory. And they're like, Oh, that's stupid. There's no way. Like there's no evidence to that. And it's like, you guys are fucking dickheads. Like we can prove that. And there's like this, there was this other place in Turkey that had this massive like underground uh, civilization. And they were like, well, what would force someone to like build a massive underground civilization? Maybe it was too cold above ground. So they're like, they have like all these theories and everything. And it's, it's, it's wild. I said, I, I, I highly recommend it. I think they have one of those guys in um, Argentina too. They had uh, the underground civilizations too, like where all the Incans and Mayans were. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But I mean, it's crazy. Like, just like the, the ancient alien thing too. Like how they had like, like the, like you were saying, like the pillars like match up with like, every constellation like it's fucking nuts yeah yeah and so basically what he kind of like theorizes from this is um the in similar to like i've never seen ancient aliens but i would imagine that like their theory is that we were visited by aliens and like taught how to do all this stuff so like basically what he's saying is that there was a race of advanced humans that lived at this time that were the ones that taught everyone. So like we weren't visited by aliens. We were 
taught by the advanced humans that lived and survived through the fall of the last ice age. Yeah, you're not too far off the premise. Yeah. It's basically the same. But it's it's fucking crazy, man. Like I said, it was I super enjoyed it. I mean, I'm kind of a fucking nerd when it comes to shit like that, but um, you know, ancient uh, ancient apocalypse on Netflix. Like I said, it's it's not like a huge like ask for your time. It's only a half hour each. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only 30 minute episodes, and there's eight of them, and each episode is like a different part of the world. Oh, watch tomorrow. I haven't played tomorrow. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, truthfully, I have no frame of reference. I've never seen Ancient Aliens. I've never, I haven't seen this thing. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> um, but have you guys, it, it's a conspiracy theory. It might be a flat earth thing. But on the idea that there's more out there then we either know or they're telling us. And this is why this is why it becomes a little bit conspiracy conspiratorial in a way. Whereas like with history, it's easy to say it's like, well, we're looking and we're seeing evidence of things that may have happened before. Well, I guess uh, Antarctica has what they call the summer gate or the summer's gate. And um, yeah, I've, yeah, I've it, heard about this. Yeah, but I think again, this is why I think it's a flat Earth thing. But like, there's a little bit of smoke there because why would China, Russia, the U.S. like why would all these countries just decide like together? Like th- these countries can't get a- along over anything, but then they go Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, we just won't fuck with that. Yeah. That part doesn't make any sense to me, but. On the idea of, I, I just saw this the other day. I went down the rabbit hole, uh, but again, I think it's a little bit of a fucking crackpot theory. <laughs> um, I also don't know how prevalent it is because it's like not that easy to find too much. Um, so again, crackpot theory, but it's definitely interesting to think about. Like, why is Antarctica the way it is? What yeah. are they hiding? Yeah. Someone's hiding something. Yeah, that is weird, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so I'll pull up just so I can look at it. Like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm buying that. Because <clears throat> some, some people have like these maps where it's like everything's named, everything's, um, like they have like the the rim, so it's like through the summer gate, and then it's like they have like mapped continents, and it, they're all named, and it's like it looks like there's another ice wall somewhere, and it's like I don't know if I'm buying that that this theory that no one's ever seen. You can tell me the shape of the other continents that are outside of the ice wall. Like I don't know if I'm buying that, but. Yeah, because also like, where would these continents be? Like, would they are they like under Antarctica? Um. Yeah. So I so again, the running theory is that the Earth is actually bigger than what they're telling us. <laughs> so it's like you know we see the Earth as like a certain size, but like, is it? 
I don't know. Hmm. But if you want to go down that rabbit hole, but again, I think it's a fucking crackpot, crackpot flat earth type thing. Yeah, that in particular, because I feel like there's enough scientific information to kind of like glean the fact that like that's kind of bullshit, right? Like, because we know like the circumference of the earth, right? Like that's like a, a thing, like that's a standard number. And there's certain that's, like that's measurements. Well, there's certain measurements that like you can do off of that, that makes sense because of the size of the earth. Like you can do, you can do calculations off of, based off of that and like determine where things are going to go. And like, that's where they go. So it's like, okay, well, if the earth was bigger, then wouldn't the circumference be bigger? And then all of our calculations would be off. Like they would be wrong. It's, it's my whole uh, immediate rebuttal anytime anyone says anything about flat earth. And I've said this a, a million times before, but it's the Coriolis effect. So it's like when it's, it's what happens, like when you shoot long distance, the Coriolis effect talks about like the, it takes into account um, the curvature of the earth when you like, when you fire a bullet, right. Over a super long distance, like you have to account for the curvature of the earth. And it works. So if the earth was flat, then the Coriolis effect wouldn't be true. Like it would be a null hypothesis. Like it would just be fit, incorrect. So it's like, okay, we'll explain like someone that's a flat earther. Oh, earth is flat. All right. Well, explain to me how the Coriolis effect works then. You know what I mean? There's like, that would, oh, that would require them to know. Yeah. And it's like, well, the earth is so, is a lot bigger than they lead on. All right. Well, explain to me why the circumference of the earth is correct and we can time things like a rocket launch and like oh if we launch this rocket and it goes this high for this long and it comes down it'll drop at this spot and then when it drops down it drops in that spot you know what i mean like there's there's so many like calculations of shit that like smart people people way fucking smarter than us do and it's correct and it like takes into account all of that shit Nah, when you leave the when you leave the 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 ice walls, yeah, the ice wall. <laughs> there's another there's another sun and moon too. Oh, sick! Let's go. <laughs> Is it like Tatooine? <laughs> um, no, it's just one sun outside the outside the ice wall. I mean, I would buy more into the fact that there's something to hide in Antarctica. That like yeah, it's just, like, it's it is just funny because like I like I'm pulling like they, they literally like named the other continents outside of the fucking thing <laughs> like what, what, do you really think that I believe that you can chart these continents that no one's ever seen Yeah, who wrote you this? Uh, Joseph Smith. Yeah, seriously, that's yeah. that's on that idea. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that is outside the ice wall. Which this is this was the best part. The name for this uh, summer gate, Bawal Bat Ra. 
B A W W A A B A A T dash Ra. Ra. Wow, bad. That sounds like some shit. Parentheses, Summergate. <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't make any sense. Nah, dude, the more out there. <laughs> Earth's bigger. Oh, I also like this other. I just found some random map where it's like the Nazis have a spot on Antarctica. There's palm trees I, on Antarctica. I, I just visited that website. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. I'm scrolling through now. I get this. <laughs> I'm just gonna go click back. Yeah, yeah. It's like. Oh, there's a picture of the ice wall. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, clearly that means it's a, a wall that's hiding something and not that it's just a fucking glacier. Well, I mean, has anyone sailed around Antarctica? <laughs> oh, Do you that's think a fun that... one. What's under the ice in Antarctica? I... <laughs> Do you think there are dragons behind the ice wall? I hope so. Right, like, what's the point? Like, if you're if you're gonna have this and have it be true, like, there better be fucking dragons. Yeah, at least some. If there's an ice wall, it's just bound to be dragons behind it. Yeah. Or the snow walkers, or where the fuck they had in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah the uh, the nightman. <laughs> yeah, the nightman comma. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I would be more apt to believe that like there's some weird goofy shit going on in Antarctica. No, there's definitely so there's definitely like, again like, like, like if if we were to ever like make contact with aliens, like I feel like it would be on Antarctica. Like that's the spot that like we have to meet them because yeah, there's like no one else around. Do they want to meet us though? Like do no, they, I hope they just see like the last like I don't know fifty years, but, like we're fucking retarded. What do they do? Yeah, or like it's one of those where, uh, where like the fucking ant farm, you know what I mean? Like where like they're like a super intelligent race, and we're just the fucking morons that like they fuck with sometimes. <laughs> they built the ice wall. Yeah, yeah. So is that what climate change is? They're just holding up the magnifying glass up to the sun. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> they're holding the magnifying glass over the fucking ice caps. Yeah. And just melting all the ice. Making it yeah, it's, it's like um any of those games like roller coaster tycoon or the Sims, or whatever. Eventually you just kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. Based, yeah, you're like, ah, I'm bored. Let's fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. You want to uh start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. So I know we didn't make fun of Thanksgiving food before. Right. Um but I just wanted to give a shout out to all the dumbasses out there that still, still, still believe that a Thanksgiving sandwich is good. Yeah. To the point that they go out of their way to make sure that they eat early enough so that they can have the Thanksgiving sandwich later or the next day. They have to plan this out. With food that's already iffy. Lackluster at best. 
Now, if, if done properly, the food can be good. Right. Hence, Dad's Giving. Correct. Dad's Giving really is just like the festivus for uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. It just, it really, like, I mean, uh, uh, so outside of keeping the turkey and not just cooking a rib roast, um, it really just combats any and all traditions of Thanksgiving. Yes. I would say as a group, we're very anti-tradition. Yes. Because first, first and foremost, family is discouraged. <laughs> Mary can come because she lives there. <laughs> and she brings food. Um, but like no one, no one invites like the aunt that no one likes, whatever. It's right. friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't call it a, a friends giving because that's fucking stupid. This is yes. dad's giving. I'm fucking doing this the way I fucking want to. <laughs> you're fucking, you're fucking in or you're fucking out. Pick one. <laughs> so we fry the turkey, which people still think is fucking insane. Like I have been frying a turkey for four years. Yes. And people still are like, Oh my god! I've never had one. Is it like what? What? What, what goes on? Like, like it's this big, big fucking, is, like this big fucking trade, dude. Like, people are like, oh my god, I've never had fried turkey. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, that's that's fine. Like, you can never have one, but like, then the follow up questions are insane. It's like, oh well, what, what do you like? What do you like use? Um, <laughs> a heat source and a vessel to hold. And it's like, oh, and then you just like, like, you just like fry it. Like, like it's like, it's anything. Yeah. The fried turkey is in fact, um, fried. Like, <laughs> yes, it in yep. fact is big surprise. Yep. yep. No, but people still, yeah. But, and that, that's the other thing is like, oh, but like, doesn't it get like, like really greasy? No, it only cooks in the oil. It doesn't stay. Right. In the oil. Yeah, you don't eat it out of the oil. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't dump the oil on top. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then you know we we throw the mac and cheese balls in there and I was talking to a kid about I'm like thanks like Thanksgiving like food. I'm like mac and cheese, like that's not Thanksgiving food. I go, it is down south. They're like, well, Thanksgiving wasn't invented down south. I go, it doesn't matter. They do it better than us. Thanksgiving wasn't invented. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, what do you mean they do it better than us? They don't know what they're doing. Like, the pilgrims landed here. I go, yeah. And the pilgrims didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. With anything. Yeah. Because they, they landed here in the fucking 1600s. Yeah, and they literally killed all the fucking Native Americans. Yes. Great guys. Yeah, there was no like sit down Thanksgiving like you read in kindergarten where like they all sit around a table and ate turkey and corn on the cob. Yeah. No, was they fucking, fucking, poison in the fucking <laughs> murdered and probably raped everyone in the Native American villages and then fucking sat down and ate their food. <laughs> so, so actually, if we really break it down, the people in the South probably actually do Thanksgiving right because they probably have less of the genocidal tendencies of the pilgrims. Yeah, I would say. You know, I know like Native Americans were like, I know they were driven out of everywhere. So I guess no one's really like, 
blameless here. No, what do you mean? There, uh, there's plenty of them in North Dakota. <laughs> Native, yeah, native to North Dakota. Yeah, was Trail of Tears, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, imagine that. It's like, yeah, so you're gonna leave, and it's like, oh, okay, like you're kicking us out. Like that's not cool, but like, where are we going? Like Kansas, Missouri? Nah, the Dakotas are cool. Yeah, you can have all the land you want, uh, but it has to be between North and South Dakota. <laughs> Great, thanks. <laughs> awesome, cool. <laughs> I'd rather live in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking alcohol ridden. Yeah, never mind. They fucking can't can't fucking metabolize booze. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like I'm like mac and cheese is by far. So I like the way I do stuffing, but if we were going to categorize stuffings uh, in general, mac and cheese is the second best side that you can have for um, agreed Thanksgiving because bad mac and cheese is still better than bad stuffing and average stuffing is fucking underwhelming. Yes. But yeah, I mean, again, the, these people, it's like the oh, the Thanksgiving sandwich. Uh, still, I heard, I heard it all week. It's like, oh, well, we like to eat early so that we can have a sandwich later. You understand that, like, you could make a better sandwich with quite literally anything, right? Like, have you ever had a chicken parm sandwich? Yeah, <laughs> sandwich don't matter. Like, have you ever had like a decent Italian meatball? Also, that's such a white people thing. Be like, oh, I got to eat. We got to eat early. We eat Thanksgiving dinner at three o'clock. Dude, I'm all for eating early, but when. Right. But like always by seven o'clock, you're like, oh, I'm hungry again. Well, that's that's so you can have the sandwich. See, you're not you're not thinking right. (laughs) Stupid. Like you just get another plate. Yeah. That's my whole thing. Like. Why? Why? Just eat more food. Like, why do you have to make it into a sandwich? The thing, too, is it's like the sheer mechanics of this sandwich are terrible. So not so you have old turkey because it's not it's not fresh anymore. So it's it's old. Right. So I don't know. Are these people heating all this food up again? Like, I, I don't I don't I don't know the dynamics here. So it's like, what are you putting cold stuffing on cold turkey and whatever or are you throwing the shit in the microwave like how how does this work because that would make way, the bread that make the bread soggy and it's just, i mean that's just a trash the, the bread would be gross or you're making a plate heating it up just to take it out and make a sandwich skip a fucking step and just eat yeah. the fucking plate. <laughs> never mind if you're microwaving mashed potatoes i should fucking call the cops on you because that's fucking disgusting <laughs> that's like that that's a food that just cannot be reheated. Yeah, it's like one of those foods that you have to you have to rehydrate it when you heat it. Like you can't just put it in the microwave. You have to like put it in the microwave and then put like a splash of milk in it and like stir it up. Like it needs to be rehydrated. Like you can't just fucking like some mac and cheeses are like that too. Like sometimes you can't just reheat a mac and cheese. Like sometimes you got to throw a splash of milk in there and stir it up. And otherwise like, you know, the pasta gets like gummy almost. Yeah. But I'm just like, and I, and again, I heard it, I heard it all week. Oh, the sandwich. Yeah. The sandwich. 
Get the fuck out of here with your <laughs> fucking sandwich. <laughs> and if you really need a sandwich that badly, like you gotta have that 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 sandwich at seven p.m. Have some fucking regular materials on hand and make right. a regular fucking sandwich because you just fucking gorge yourself earlier in the day on mediocre food so that you can just wait, have it become worse to then just eat it again in a worse form. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying this. Never mind. It's like turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce. Like what the fuck conglomerate of food are you people like? Yeah. Like if, if, if the Thanksgiving sandwich wasn't like a thing and you told someone that you're going to make a sandwich, it's like, okay, cool. What are you putting on it? Oh, I'm going to start with some Turkey. All of this is leftover. Of course. Yeah. And I'm going to put Turkey, uh, a little bit of mashed potatoes, a little bit of stuffing, uh, some jar, some canned um, cranberry sauce, and then uh, like white bread. Look at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's literally like, all right, how high are you? Like you got really fucking high and like rummaged through the fridge and like that's what you put together. Awful. And you you thought it was a good idea to make it into a sandwich. Awful. Like people have some bad takes about Thanksgiving, and I think the sandwich is the fucking worst of it. I would agree with that. Same. So we did not have any of that. We don't have to deal with any of that bullshit. We had fried mac and cheese balls and regular mac and cheese. Great stuffing. Way too much food. Just so much food. Yo, what was it? What was the spread Thanksgiving? So fried turkey. Um Chorizo or the Portuguese chorizo, uh, cornbread stuffing, regular mac and cheese, mac and cheese. Oh, and then fried mac and cheese balls. Um, I made a sausage gravy first time ever, which tasted really good. We had some consistency problems. It got yeah. way too, uh, solidified. Yeah. But it was the, fucking delicious from cooking it early. And then, uh, Mary made that. Cornbread, cornbread like casserole i think i, I, think it's just I, I don't cornbread. know i think it's just a cornbread with corn kernels yeah it, whatever it is it's it was it really was good. fucking good <laughs> yeah i could be wrong but i think it's a cornbread with real corn in it yeah. actually that sounds really good because my stepmom made that was actually yeah yeah it's like she's she said what was in it too it's like it's literally like a Fuck ton of butter, sour cream, Lord. the j- the jiffy um, cornbread mix, and then like corn, like actual corn. And I'm like, well, yeah, no wonder why it tastes so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was like a bunch of dessert too. Yeah, but by then you, we pile drove so much food. It's like, oh yeah, I eat like half an apple bar or whatever the hell that was which was really good. Yeah. And I waited like 40 minutes and I ate like another half of one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> uh, Jones, you got a final thought? Yeah. So I got a review real quick. I'm about 32 hours into the new Pokemon game. Nice. It's an eight out of 10. All right. A lot of people that shit because it's the perf- 
it's a little wonky on with the online mode with like the frame rates and everything. But the story's good. You got new Pokemon, you got the old Pokemon, and you got the whole like dynamic of it being Pokemon. So that usually plays very good. Um, I just about I haven't beat the Elite Four yet, but I thoroughly enjoy the game. People are asking for refunds on these games, and I don't understand why. I think they're just cunts, which probably it. I mean, most people are anyway. Yep. But um, I genuinely enjoy it. It's a very good game. Is it PlayStation, Xbox, or is it like Game Switch. Boy? Switch. Switch. Okay, yeah. So n- the Nintendo platform. Yeah. So is I... Is the game still like... Is it still... Because I've only played Generation 1. Red, blue, yellow. I've only yeah. played those games. Uh, Game Boy back in the day, and then a, a what I don't know what it's called a mod on the computer or something. Yeah, the emulators. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so, is it still the same idea? Like you start out with one, you got to catch a few, you got to win the the gyms, but like just it's got to change somehow, or else it's like, what are we doing here? The, the so the core of the game is that. Yeah. Um it's open world now, which is cool. So you don't have to go it's it's not like linear anymore, so you can go to like if you if you wanted to go to the last gym. Yeah. I mean, get your fucking face ripped off. But you can do that. Or you can just, you can do pretty much whatever you want. But it's you're not tied down to any singular gym at one time. You can and there's like a bunch of side quests and I mean, I haven't beaten the whole game yet, but it's it's very. I I like that. The, so they did the open world with the last Pokemon, which was good. But I think this one builds on it. So I mean, it's 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 a very good game. I enjoy it. Is Gary still in it? No, he's not. There's a whole it's a whole fucking new cast of characters. Oh God. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, I would. Uh... If I had a switch, I'd probably, I'd probably check it out. Um, I thought I still had my old Game Boy, but I, I didn't. I, I don't know. I thought I found it. Like I thought I, I had it in Bridgewater, but I must have. It must have either broke or I probably sold it so I could buy a thirty of fucking Bush Light one weekend. But, um, yeah. Because I was pretty. I'm pretty sure I played the. Pokemon on Game Boy in college. But I have never been able to find my Game Boy since then. So I can't think of the website I used. But. I think I used that too. I played that for a little bit. I, I want to, I remember the website, but I don't think it's up and running anymore. That's I don't unfortunate. Know, I, play, I played during COVID. Uh, was it coolroms.com? No. Hmm. Um, this is a shot in the dark. If I have the, because I don't use this, I don't use this Chromebook much, so I might actually have the download, like my game, <laughs> with the side of. How do I get to files? Fuck! I don't even know how to use this thing. <laughs> never use this thing oh also my the side i got like dragged me through three of the first gyms 
He was a fucking <laughs> champ. Oh, yeah. Did he freeze? Oh, no. He, you're back. You're kind of frozen. Oh, you know what it is? Because you're trying to do something. Yeah, you're trying to use your laptop. So your your bandwidth, you know, you just don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> I also do not have that safe, but yeah. All right. Um, so my final thought um, is I, I think it's well established, right? Um, that I hate, uh, I hate everybody, right? Um, I hate people that drive too fucking slow. So on Thanksgiving morning, we went to my mom's house in uh, New Hampshire. She lives like right over the border in Salem, New Hampshire. So we did that for breakfast and then we came home and we left. I wanted to leave by 11. Uh, we ended up not leaving until like 1115 because um, I knew traffic was going to start to start add up as we were going there. Um, and yep, it did. It did right around like Burlington, um, traffic started to get shitty on 95. And then there was at one point on the highway where someone was literally driving like 63 miles an hour in the left lane. And then there was the person in the next lane to the right that was probably doing like 60 so there was, and there was traffic. So there was no way for me to like circumnavigate like around these people without being a complete douchebag and like cutting over three lanes, slamming on the, the gas, going up, cutting them off. Cause there was also, there's like a lot of cars on the road, right? Like there's just no way around it. So at one point it, it was so fucking bad. There was like a little window of opportunity and I just fucking grabbed it. I looked at Amy and I go, hold on. And I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. So I literally like jumped over a lane, like kind of like hung out for a little bit. When I saw like the gap coming, I jumped over another lane, fucking throttled it, went up, got in front of one person, got in front of the other person, and then just fucking went. Because it was one of those things where there's a trail of cars and you can see like the front it's like, it's like driving in fucking NASCAR, right? Like the front of the pack is like way up there. And then there's just no cars. So I fucking kind of drove like a dickhead for a little bit to get to the front of the pack and then just fucking booked it back home. And it was, it was just fucking ridiculous, but it drives me fucking crazy when these people drive on the highway again in the left lane, technically as our, our buddy that uh, is a state trooper uh, likes to remind us, the left lane is strictly for passing. Like it is not for travel. So for you to travel in that lane doing less than 65 miles an hour, you are the world's biggest cunt and you should 1000% fuck off. Like, and I get it. There's people that like don't like to drive on the highway for whatever reason, whether it's speed or cars or traffic. Fine. I don't care. If you want like the feeling of, of not having cars on one side of you, drive in the right lane. That's what the right lane's for. The right lane is for people that go slow. And newsflash, I don't know how you guys fucking pass driver's ed, 
but every lane you go to the left should move faster than the one to the right. So that means the one on the left, if it's for passing, you should be doing theoretically like 70 miles an hour, right? To pass the car that's doing 65, if all things are legal, right? If we're staying within the legality of the law and then you get back into the second lane and go back to 65. You are not traveling in the left lane doing less than 65 miles an hour. If you do, I hope you simultaneously get four flat tires and you don't have AAA because you're a huge fucking piece of shit. And it, it literally drives me nuts when people do that shit. And uh, obviously Thanksgiving is a big travel holiday. And obviously I got stuck behind dickheads on Thanksgiving. So we had that exact same thing happen to us when we were going to my uh, brother, my sister-in-law's house. And I was driving with my dad and he, he's had the exact same thing. That's like his biggest, biggest pet peeve because someone was driving 55 yeah. in the left. He's like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. It's, it's fucking, it's infuriating. People do it in Maryland too. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, first of all, the speed limit's 65, right? So you can at least do 65. The fact that you're doing like 60, 63, like now you're just being a cunt, right? Like now, like just why are you in the left lane? It's, it's just, I hate, I hate everybody. I hate everyone actually <laughs> all of them so that's your back did you say something you were frozen for a second no okay <laughs> just wanted to make sure if i didn't uh didn't blow you off there sure, didn't, um, sure didn't. all right so uh thank you for watching uh everybody if you're on youtube don't forget give us a thumbs up click that thumbs up button the subscribe button should be up there or over there i don't know however this video comes out it's in one of these one of these corners that i'm pointing to uh so subscribe over there uh tell everybody you know about the show uh if you're audio only listener you can also subscribe Uh, and if you use spotify or itunes uh you can leave us a review in the store place area uh give us five stars over there um, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod or on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks Facebook page, sarcasm speaks website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the store, buy some merch. Jones has that super duper coaster that he's got every time. Uh, you can get literally anything you want with our logo on it. Um, thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code sarcasm pod when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Uh, also, thank you to grillyourassup.com. Dats Giving, brought to you by grillyourassup.com. Uh, we use the Willie Pete seasoning uh, for the turkey before we fried it. I seasoned it, wrapped it the night before. And then, uh, yeah, so turkey was delicious. Thank you to grillyourassup.com. Uh, go to the, the website and use the same promo code SarcasmPod to get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Uh, so, until next time, good night, everybody.